Hello, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Heels of Wrestling. This week is your host, Marcus Merton, and I've got with me Bobby. What up, what up? Dolph Ziggler, still the motherfucking man. And Wesley, what up? What's going on, guys? Good to be back. Before we start this podcast, I'd like to give a shout out to WrestleCrate. Uh, head over to WrestleCrate and use the promo code HEELS to get 10% off your purchase order. That's WrestleCrate.com. They've got great merch, uh, great items. Some of it's autographed. You know, you get a WrestleCrate every month. See what you get. Uh, WrestleCrate.com. All right. So start off this week. We've got a final Survivor Series card. Finally. No more changes. We well, hope. that we know of. That yeah, we know of. Yeah, I was just about that to say we that. know of could possibly happen before the pay-per-view, at least. So we got the final. So let's talk about what changed this week, at least. We had the one so- big change. Well, we know for sure that Enzo and Kalisto on the pre-card, they announced that. That was the biggest. That's your biggest change for the week? I Enzo? think. Not Charlotte Flair taking the belt. No, I mean, look, I love the Charlotte Flair took the belt, and I love so that. You, her- you give a shit more about Enzo. I just think it sucks, bro, like to be Who in a paper. Well, because he's not going to get paid. Sucks. <laughs> he ain't got that DVD money. Uh, okay, well, this guy clearly likes to plug back people. All right, so Charlotte Flair. No, I'm just saying, like, dude, they lost Neville in 205 Live because they didn't put him on cards where he got money for, you know, being in big pair of views, and they're doing the same shit to all the other talent they've got there. They're going to piss away all the 205 talent. Okay, 205 Live can be buried. Yeah, but you know Vince McMahon won't bury it. He'll just fucking let everyone go and hire a new cast, and it'll be the same fucking situation every time. Well, well supposedly Neville so, might be coming back. Well, it's because Vince McMahon won't release his contract, and if Neville wants to get paid, he has to wrestle. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It, I, I, I would have thought that you'd save your only title match for the main card, but, I mean, like Marcus said, that's, really a, that's a title like, match that's like a, Who cares? That's what I was about to say. I was like, who really cares? It's not really a priority. Obviously, the, the bigger changes this the week going down. Not, I mean, it shouldn't even be happening. Like Survivor Series, Enzo and Kalisto, that doesn't even – doesn't even fit the theme of the title. Doesn't fit fit the theme of the ma- of the night. It should and be and who versus, cares? It should be Enzo versus that United Kingdom guy. That I probably that would be watch. dope. That'd be dope. Watch. Watching Pete Dunne just beat the crap out of Enzo for ten minutes. That'd be that'd be worth it. Hopefully fifteen, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I think they have a thing there with him being the bruiserweight. Anyways, it's only natural that he goes after the cruiserweight title eventually too. He should have. They could have built up a five v five. Of UK versus cruiserweights, they didn't. So yeah, no, exactly. On them. Wait, as usual. I have a question: Who is going to be the fifth chick in uh, the five-on-five female match now? It was Bailey. Oh, yeah, it was Bailey. No, 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 no. for SmackDown because Charlotte's oh, not going to do it anymore. Yeah, um, I'm assuming that Natalia is replacing her. It doesn't say so. No, I'm sure it doesn't say so, but I mean, logically, you would think that. I don't think they have a. Unless it's unless it's Paige, could be Paige. Maybe they're not as angry as we thought. Well, I thought Paige was gonna be a raw talent. Maybe. Well, she maybe she fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's a swerve. I don't know. I hope it's not Lana. I mean, she was in the group picture. I know. In her wrestling attire. I know. Didn't you want Lana to be the fifth one like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but I've decided that was a bad idea. I regret that choice. What changed? Uh, I watched an episode of Total Divas. 
and uh, just watching because it was like her training and shit, like talking shit about Naomi from like last year or whatever. And she just looked real bad, like real bad in the ring. She's looked real bad in the ring every other time. <laughs> I was about to ask. I was like, when has she looked not bad in the ring? Plus, she like apparently undermines writing a lot, which kind of is shitty for everyone else. So I've I don't I don't want to feed that horse because yeah. like apparently when uh, Naomi beat her, one of those matches where like her shoulder was up. Yeah, she was, wasn't supposed to post that picture. Yeah, she wasn't supposed to post that picture, and it. Pissed a lot of people off. That's funny. Is she going into business for herself? No, because she's Lana, so she's not going into business for herself. She's going into business for Rusev. As she should. How about how about that power bomb by uh, Natalia to Charlotte off the turnbuckle, huh? The outside of the, uh, of the ring. That was pretty nice. Yeah, it was. I just wish Charlotte was a champion sooner. She should have been the champion. Yeah, yeah she should have been the champion. I wish Naomi was still champion. I like Naomi as champion. I did too, but. They it's surprisingly fit on SmackDown for her as champion. Well, SmackDown is supposed to be the land of opportunity, right? So, dude, I think she's been like my favorite champ this year so far. You know which championship is floundering horribly, and it sucks. It's the U.S. title. Yeah, Corbin, the US is, title. Corbin has just been, and I, and I don't know if it's just because of Corbin or if it's because they chose to go with Sin Cara. Like, no disrespect to Sin Cara, but they chose to go with Sin Cara as his, as his opponent. It's just I don't, that title feels almost like meaningless at this point. It's fucked up because I don't know who the last person was to have the U.S. title. I mean, unless it was Kevin Owens, because I remember Kevin Owens having it, and he did. It was Styles. Good. Yeah, it was AJ. AJ and yeah, AJ. they lost it in the three-way. AJ lost it to uh, Ty and Baron in the uh, three-way. Dude, I don't see. I love AJ, but I, I, just, I don't know. It, it sucks to have that being like a mid-card match, even though it's for a championship. I think that any belt matches should take priority over whatever the fuck else is going on. And you just think that that's WWE, but the titles on SmackDown haven't been the story all year. It's been Shane McMahon. That's true. Everything pretty much revolves around Shane McMahon. Everything on SmackDown has been under Shane McMahon's story the whole year, and I hate him for it. The Smack, SmackDown has been the Shane McMahon show, show all year. Even the, even, the, even the WWE title is getting played under Shane McMahon. Dude, I hope that after this he leaves and it's just Daniel Bryan gets to run the show until his contract runs out. I have a feeling, speaking of Daniel Bryan, I have a feeling that Survivor Series ends with Team Raw winning because Daniel Bryan turns on Team SmackDown with along Kevin with Cohen Owens. Yep, with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No. Yep. After, after Kane supposedly chokeslammed him, even though I yeah. know that wasn't real. I think so. I think that's how it goes down. That's what they're hinting at, at least. I hope so. That's that's what I wrote my heart. That'd be a nice that that'd be a nice way to spice it up. Like I, I just want Shane gone. I hope there's there's some dumb rumor that he got injured last night. Well, what two nights ago, and he'll be replaced in the match by somebody. But Jesus, I just oh, don't. that'd be that'd be dope. That'd be dope. I would, I'd like it to be dope. But then who's Angle gonna wrestle? Like you know, I don't know. Am I the only one who noticed the match is already awkward? Kurt Kurt Angle can't stand up straight anymore. Like he just always got this. Just perpetual, just bend to his knees. Well, it's because, dude, he's been hurt a lot. I think it's because his back. I thought it was his back. Is it his knees or his back? I think it's. I don't know, back. but he's just he's always like he's bent. One of his spine bones or whatever. Like, I know, yeah, but that makes sure me he's feel. He's got a permanent bent over, yeah. Yeah, but that makes me feel iffy about, like, watching him wrestle. I'm just like, I don't want to see his grandpa fucking wrestle. Which is like, what, did you watch his match at uh, TLC? Yeah, TLC, yeah. No, he's still, he's still got it. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's just, whenever. 
whenever he's not it's like it's almost like i have to he has to be in, in, in motion for me to not really notice it and once i don't notice it it's kind of like hbk's hairline back in the day for me <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'd yeah. rather remember them as they were instead of like the the feeble old men at the end but, of the line I mean, it was you can't do that it was fun to watch him do like the angle slam and stuff like every like you know like his grappling situations or when he's running off the ropes he looked bad it's the same with matt hardy though Dude, when I watch yeah. Matt Hardy climb the ropes, it hurts me to watch. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, like, his knees are gone. His, well, they've been gone for like the past like eight years. The match with the Miz, he hit a moonsault in, during that match, and I was just like, "Oh man, I was cringing for him when he hit it with the way his knees landed." I was like, "Oh man, I know that hurt you so bad, dude." It's because like he goes straight legged and he can't really bend him. So like when he lands on his knees, it's like he has to bend his torso backwards or something to fucking do it. Yeah, dude, it's horrible. It looks bad. Well, that's the state of the WWE right now. They have to call up people just based on their name and Dude, name fuck, alone. You know what should happen? The Miz should get the fucking championship. He should be the one fucking fighting whoever beats Brock Lesnar because I know Miz is going to beat Brock Lesnar. It's not unrealistic. But like whoever, say Roman, Roman? Reigns beats Brock Lesnar, I think Miz should beat Roman for the title and be the next title holder. Yeah. I mean, wishful thinking. He's I they have time between happen. now and now in Royal Rumble. I think it should happen. Miz has proven with his his last two three runs with the Intercontinental Title that he's definitely like that that safety net type. You know, like guy you can fall back on and when all in case of emergency put put it on Miz and let let but the you know what I'm saying let the babyface chase him for a while. But do we need a safety net champion right now? After the champions we've been having. No, but the Miz is. I, I'm. I'm saying like that's the kind of reliability and stability he provides. I'm not saying he is a safety net champion. And at this point, having the Miz as a champion wouldn't even seem like a safety net because it's been so long since he's been the champion that it would seem like a change of pace. It, it'd be kind of refreshing. He's exciting every night. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's been cutting some promos on on Baron Corbin. He's and I agree. You know him, and they're all. And I, I I agree with everything he says. Imagine if the Miz was fighting AJ Styles right now. How sick! Exactly. Exactly. Start, he'd start going in on AJ, he, and he'd go with some, you know, what I'm saying like with some stuff that'd be borderline true. That's what the, the thing about the Miz is like. He's as close as you get nowadays to consistently a guy that's tiptoeing the line of reality and you know, and kayfabe. Yeah, I mean WWE just they won't let things loose anymore. You can't be, you can't get that over. The Miz is the only one really, and the, the Miz is the only one, and he casually drops it in to where like WWE can't really get mad about it because it's just such a great promo. Every time he uses it, he doesn't use it just just for you know what I'm saying just for shits and gigs. He doesn't just break kayfabe for shits and gigs. Every time he, do, he does it, it perfectly serves the promo. It enhances it. Well, I mean, like the way I see it, the only other person as big as the Miz right now is Braun Strowman, but Braun Strowman isn't very good on the mic. So if you want to put but a title, but that's his character. No, yeah, I get that. But even if he wasn't his character, he's not. A, a yeah, he wasn't going to be great. Yeah, no, yeah, he's nowhere near the Miz. So I, I get what you're saying. I mean, fuck, those are your two big heels, really, for two different reasons, but those are your two biggest heels. So, I mean, I would much rather see the belt on The Miz than I would, you know, Braun Strowman, just because – it's not that I, I dislike Braun Strowman because I'm very high on Braun Strowman, but I think, he's, I think he's got some work yet to do. I would like to see him have a different belt. Like if he was – the Intercontinental Champion after the Miz one, fine. Or if he was, I think I think they're leaning to towards that. And he was like the USA Championship, cool. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. He needs a, a run with the secondary belt first. I mean, that's the way it should be. That's like one of the 
the you know what I'm saying the gripes that people have against Roman Reigns is that he got elevated to the world title so quickly without really climbing the ranks. So it'd be hypocritical if we were like, yeah, just throw the main belt, the big belt on Braun. Uh, he, he should win the IC title or the US title. It looks like they're pushing him towards the IC right now. Like eventually he'll be the guy that takes it off of Miz once this whole, you know what I'm saying, raw raw, you know what I'm saying, team SmackDown, team Raw shit's over. No, I don't think he should take it off the Miz. I think the Miz should like, I don't know, forfeit it or something, or lose it to like. No, I think the Miz's character wouldn't forfeit it. I think he'd, he'd rather take that beating and then yeah, forfeit that title. Good. Yeah, but it's hard to sell Miz as winning the championship after losing the Intercontinental Championship. You know. But not if it's the Strowman. I think like you've sold Strowman to be like just a just a notch below Brock Lesnar. So if he loses it to Strowman, there's there's and he beats Brock with the Mistarage or you know what I'm saying some cheating in some sort of way it's it's still believable because he's not going to go out there and beat brock lesnar straight up anyways dude that's in my heart of hearts, that's, not, that's what i want to see oh i know trust me that's what everybody wants to see but that's not what they're going to give you that he's not going to i mean even though for a lot of the matches that he's won with the ic title he he's he's won them clean and that's one of the like that's one of the cool things about the miz's title run this time around but i don't think he beats i don't think they'd let him beat brock lesnar clean no so what is he's bray white doing i mean are we gonna talk about that or something well, no, because like, I know that SummerSlam, like, he's because if if Roman Reigns is back, Bray Wyatt has to be back. Why isn't he involved in any of the storylines right now? Maybe he, maybe There's he will no be. Place on the card to fit him. Maybe he'll screw over Finn in the match. Maybe this, maybe yeah. this. I'm honestly almost thinking this uh, main event is just going to be a screw over fest because yeah. there's no yeah. other, there's no other possible storylines going into SummerSlam. I mean, Survivor Series, except screw up, screwing people over. Yeah, I could see a lot of I could see a lot of because it's not on. like it's not like the brands have a reason to feud with each other. It's only superstars within brands that have reason to feud with each other. Like we've been talking about KO and Sammy screwing over SmackDown. We're not saying they're going to help SmackDown. We're saying they're going to screw them over, and they're from SmackDown. But see, that's the beauty of it. There's, there's so many possibities of somebody screwing somebody over, and they, I mean, in re- in all reality, only one is probably going to go down in that match. Maybe two. But I mean, you have the possibility of Sammy and KO. You have the possibility of, of Daniel Bray. Bryan. You, All right. You have the possibility of Bray. You have the possibility of Jason Jordan. Now you have the possibility. Oh, you have all sorts of options at this point. I've got a proposal. Do you think that the Shield breaks up already and someone screws someone over in the Shield? No, I don't think so. No, it's no. way too early. This is their big, their first pay per view match since yeah, they've been yeah. back together. Their They're not going to break up. They're only going to be like the fourth match on the card. Well, I mean, it's their second, but you know, one without Roman, so whatever. I think I think they're gonna have they they got at least three more shirt designs to get out of them real quick before they break them up before they put that cash cow yeah. out the pasture. Yeah. Oh, did you see Triple H's new shirt? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the best shirt that they have out there it's, since he's the. It's pretty sick, and I I hate the fact that it's so good. Truly shirts. Yeah, he always makes sure he gets the best. But I mean, fuck, he deserves it, dude. The guy goes out there, and it's just like. I can't ever, and this is this is like the ultimate testament of how good of a fucking performer and just how good of a, a, a just overall everything he is. I can't, I could never tell the fucking difference between like, oh, is that is that Paul Levesque or is that Triple H? He's always fucking Triple H twenty four seven. Literally, he could cross that curtain, and immediately he's in the game mode. He hasn't been on TV for I don't even know how long. Then he comes out and just right in a Triple H mode, goes in and just fucking crushes. Kurt Angle spirit oh, and then not Triple H into the game mode because there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tri- exactly. Triple that's... H is like that fun-loving, fucking shaking his ass over in India, having a good old time. Back when like DX was like a comical act. To me, is like the serious 
fuck you. I'm going to kill you and your mom. And your stepson. Yeah. Or your, not your stepson, your uh, illegitimate son. Your adopted 17th son because that's the one you care about the most. <laughs> uh, Triple H. I just, I just love it. The fact that he pedigreed Jason Jordan at the end just as a little extra touch. No, no. To be a the, the best part was when he was talking to, you know, uh, Kurt Angle was like, oh, oh, is, is your son, is he okay, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, yeah, he's all right. And then boom, boom, pedigree. He's like, he's not okay now. Just walks out. It's like, it looked like he was swearing up the aisle. Yeah. He deserves Triple H. to. You know how extravagant his entrance is going to be? If, God, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. What, a Survivor Series? Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll announce the entire team, then they'll announce Triple H of the game, and he'll come in on, like, fucking some sort of airplane or some shit or something. Because, ext- dude, he always has the most extreme entrance. I've been to two different WrestleManias he's been there. He always has the most extreme entrance. Oh, well, I think it'll be interesting. I don't know. On paper, this pay-per-view is so good, but it's also so meaningless. Yeah, that's what I hate about it, too. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I get the novelty of champion versus champion, but I've always, like, I've always hated when they do the champion versus champion matches and there's no nobody's titles on the line. Like, I've, I've always hated that. I, uh, I don't know. And the part that, like, the part that makes it worse, like, there's not even, like, any, like, interactions anymore. Like, remember it was, like, at least AJ and the club were on different sides? Yeah, that's now what I'm saying. Now it's, like, all of the shields on one brand. So you can't have that. All the New Day's on one brand. They don't use the club anymore. They don't really acknowledge the Wyatt family and, and yeah, the whole Wyatt, Yeah, exactly. If anything, Braun and, and Bray are on the same side now, so it doesn't really... So, yeah, I get what you're saying. There's not, yeah, there's nothing really... There's nothing inter-brand that matters. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. they're not, like, the brands aren't even fighting for anything. That's what I'm saying. There's not like, oh, an extra pick in the next, you know what I'm saying, draft. Or there's, there's nothing. It's yeah, just like... like, imagine, if like, nowhere. like imagine if, like, the surviving team got, like, the top five... The top five, uh, oh, the last five Royal Rumble entrants were all from the winning brand. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's just some, like something like that shit. Something that would be the, you know, would it make logical it. sense of why they all of a sudden care because it literally was buddy, like, buddy. it literally was like, oh, yeah, you can borrow AJ Styles. And oh, man, AJ Styles had such a great match on what's it called? And then, then next at Hell in a Cell, then next thing you know, it's just, oh, under siege. And then you're just supposed to believe that. He's there was all this animosity to, towards Raw from SmackDown where the, when it was never there, never addressed ever before. I didn't like that he lost to Finn Balor. That was stupid. It makes him look weak. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because then Finn just immediately turns around and loses to Kane in 24 hours. Exactly. Just, I like the tease at the end, though, when they did, what they, when they did the clicks on him. Do the too sweet. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, yeah, like the, they were like a brotherhood type thing. I mean, that's the best sign in wrestling, right? The two-sweet. Oh, wow. Season I like the red season. one. I well, like the, the, red, the red one's only for Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, that one's dope, though. For the yeah. listeners, I sent them the photos of Triple H's new shirt. That's what we're talking about. Triple H always has the best merch, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's, tri- he's the boss's... I mean, he's the boss slash boss's son. Both. Yo, I read something that the whole Macho Man thing is coming back up about Stephanie McMahon. Is it? Yeah. Like, that's coming back to light again. For like freak this. out. Freak out. Like, I don't – why can't they just – I mean, look. Either admit it happened or admit it didn't and then leave it the fuck alone. I don't get why. Oh, I mean, there's, there's not, there's not going to be any leave it the fuck alone if they admit it happened. Yeah, well, that's true. But, like, it, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm so sick of hearing, like, these rumors about it, you know? Like, every time, like – Yeah, admit it on either side, so. 
Yeah, but like I mean, like every time they release like new Macho Man merch under the like the legendary thing, they talk about it. Like he, they they did the whole Legends jackets thing that just came out like what a couple months ago, like a week ago, maybe a month ago. And the second it happened, I read like seven stories about how Stephanie McMahon and Macho Man Randy Savage, and I'm like, Jesus, dude, the the guy's dead. He's 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 passed on. Yeah, Don't but I mean, that's the story. Wrestling, there's only so many stories in wrestling nowadays. There's no new ones. Cause... Yeah, but, but like here, if if you want to drag a dead man's name in the dirt, at least have facts. Have Stephen McMahon saying it actually happened. I don't want to read the same shit over and over again just to make Macho Man look like a piece of shit when we don't have any proof that happened. I mean, technically, it's, there's nothing wrong with what he did, even legally. she was He's saying he had sex with her the day she turned legal. No, they're saying she was 13. Wait, when did that story come? No, wait, the way yeah, I wasn't said it. I never heard wait, that no, one. I've never seven. heard that one. That's the yeah. story. That's the story I've been reading like the past like two years. Is that she was thirteen I when it happened? Never heard she was underage when it happened. Yeah, I never heard about that one either. I heard they waited till she turned legal age, and then that night they did it. No, that is that's not the story I read. No, I don't know about that one. I've never heard that one. Maybe there's something new. But anyways, uh, yeah. Um. So who who you guys got? Raw or SmackDown this weekend? I, I want Raw to sweep this whole pay-per-view. Really? Dude, Except they, maybe AJ can win. AJ dude, can win. But no one ever sweeps. You probably that won't win. That, that no one ever sweeps. Oh, yeah. I want them to win. Well, no. My apologies. I want the Usos to win. Usos can win. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Side. No, let's take, we need to speak about this. The Usos are the best tag team in WWE bar none today. It's, it's, um, uh, I love the Shield. The bar's cool. <laughs> Really? I love the new day. It's the Usos. I at first when they first went heel, I mean, I agree with you. With, and and when they first went heel and they started with the whole new, uh Uso penitentiary, I I was like, okay, that's that, that's a nice little change of pace, but I didn't think it was going to catch on like this and I didn't think I was personally going to like it like this. I it's, love it's the of Usos. That rap, battle. that rap battle saved WWE over the summer. I don't know what happened, dude, but the, I love the Usos. Every time the Usos come out, I'm glued to the screen and I'm just like, yeah, you, you tell them Jimmy or Jay. If the Usos and New Day didn't have that rap battle, whichever one you are, had a bad summer. That's what I'm saying, dude. I I love it. Had a bad summer when they were just when they were just going off and saying lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. Uh And the fact is, they're talking smack, but everything they're saying is true because they literally ran through every tag team on SmackDown Live. And I love that they call uh, Shelton Benjamin and and Chad Gable American Alpha too. Dude, Shelton Benjamin has got the shaft when he came back. Hmm? He got the shaft when he came back. Like he's he's a famous wrestler, especially everywhere else he wrestled. He's been a yeah. big name, and totally just got the shit end of the deal when he came back to WWE. I mean, I hope right? I hope get, this is he, a short lived thing with him and Gable. So who knows? Hopefully, he turns on him, and that's how they elevate Gable by again using Shelton Benjamin to get him over. No, I hope I hope Hopefully. it's the other way around. I'd rather see, think it, I'd rather see Shelton Benjamin do something big. Well, Shelton Benjamin does well. Beating Gable is not going to get Shelton Benjamin over. No, but but no, beat but being Shelton Benjamin might you know what I'm saying it could, it'll elevate Gable. Fuck. And it's not if you if WWE's looking long term, they'd rather elevate Gable. I'd rather see Shelton Gable Benjamin. be like his manager and then wrestle in Two Hundred Five Live. Why do you want Two Hundred Five Live to stay alive so bad? Because dude, I used to love the cruiserweight titles when I was a kid. Yeah, but this one's shit. Yeah, that's see, that's the thing. They they I I liked the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. That is the best cruiserweight that's it. ever. 
that's it. The Malinkos, the Juventud Guerrero, Psychosis, La Parcas, Rey Mysterio Jr., Jericho. When Eddie the Jericho's all that shit, that's that's Billy Kidman. That's a division. No one, that, no one in two hundred five could lick could lick Eddie Guerrero's shoe shine. Yeah, let's be honest. Not. All due respect, no, nobody in this division is ever going to touch that. So I feel like I don't know. The experiment happened, and it, it kind of already. You know what I'm saying? Guy. With the exception of with the exception of the single ray of light that was Neville's run as champion. It's pretty much been horrible. See, I think it would have been a lot better had they had it just on a network, like on the TV. Like if it was on Raw or SmackDown, instead of like, you know, the 205 Live on the Network, it would have been way better. But for, but for that, what, though? So that it could, be, it could be the irrelevant it, third brand? Well, no. Like if they would have so, called it the Cruiserweight title and added another championship. Like not – yeah, that's yeah. They should have just added the belt. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. They should have just added the belt to either Raw or SmackDown, and then just you know what I'm saying. And like, like yes, I, at first I was I was for. Yeah, then they could have done like stories like ropes uh, and all that, but and now I feel like the purple ropes just diminishes it. It makes it seem lesser somehow, and then just having its own show makes it seem like the third brand with Austin Aries and the Miz. Hell, I'll watch Cedric Alexander in the Miz right now. I'll watch a lot of people that have been in 205 Live, but in not regular while matches. 205 Live. Exactly. Look, they already wasted Cedric Alexander. They already sent Hideo Itami there. They sent Neville there, you know what I'm saying, to outcast him. They got rid of, of uh, Austin Aries because of it. Like, if you really look at it, it hasn't served a purpose at all. It hasn't really made any stars. It hasn't done anything. All it's really done is take everybody who's associated with it, it's taken their profile down a bit. I mean, TJP had. I mean, l- let's just get it straight. WWE's been real good at doing these tournaments, but if Two Hundred Five Live has proved anything, is they haven't really been able to sustain past the tournaments. The tournaments itself, it's awesome. I love the Cruiserweight Classic. Awesome. I I was watching it and I remember why I fell in love with wrestling in the first place. But Two Hundred Five Live, just not the same booking. It's not the same. It's not the same show. You're not giving. You're not giving them the time to get over. You're not giving the match structure the match format it's not the same well the big so i feel like if it's not going to be that way was they had what like what it was like they signed 18 wrestlers yeah and what we saw maybe one or two every week that's what i'm saying because the one would fight on raw and then the same fight would happen on 205 live and there'd be like a prelim match like dude how are you going to sign that many talents and like you know not give them an opportunity to wrestle like if you want if you want to have a uh a cruiserweight champion, like a cruiserweight situation in the WWE, it has to be on both shows. So what should happen is, is on Monday Night Raw, we'll probably have the champion, and then on SmackDown, it'll have a bunch of cruiserweights, and like you know, they they do matches, they wrestle, and they figure out who the number one contender is from each oh, no. show. And Screw it, fight. dude! Just do a, a cruiserweight champion and a light heavyweight champion. You know what Ooh. I'm saying, like. Screw it! To have Daniel Ooh. Bryan come on and say, "You know what? We're a superior brand, and we're going to show you why." And Ooh. we're we're bringing back the WWE light heavyweight title. And Ooh. You, oh and man! Now, and now you got enough room to give them both. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, because they do have. If they just bring back a few of the wrestlers that they had in in the Cruiserweight Classic, you have you can you have enough depth there. It's just that they're not really using them correctly. Noam Dar was one of the best independent wrestlers on the planet, and then he comes in and first he's like Alicia Fox's boy toy, and then. He's just like some lackey for Enzo with a weird haircut now. And it's just like a lot of guys on that roster, on the 205 Live roster, have a shitload of talent. They're just not using them. Let's just admit it. None of those guys fit Vince McMahon's big man fetish, so they're treated like a sideshow. And even yeah. even the Enzo-Kalisto match, it's, it, was a, it was an afterthought. 
Oh, we need some for the pre-show. Oh, what are those midgets doing? Let's tack them on. That's literally what it feels like. No disrespect to Enzo, but the fact that he's even, you know what I'm saying, that he was even, even the champion. It like, just, no, that's for real what it is. It's what it is. It's, it's disrespectful almost to the, to the notion of the championship, especially to, like, I don't know. Like I said, Enzo, he was a solid act and all that, but he's like he's the sidekick of a, of a, of a popular tag team. He's not, uh, you know, he's, he's not the headliner of a show no matter what you know what i'm saying how small the brand is he's not he's not that guy like it was cool for a minute he'll enzo was entertaining for like 2.5 seconds and now we're and it's like they're using the gulak way. now and it's not getting over they could have done it the same like wcw did put them on first like they could have been if they the were the pre-show to exactly. raw if if you would have said here is 205 live the half hour pre-show to raw it's going to be two matches every week from 8 to 8 30 Okay, you know what? I watched that. Whatever. I gotta watch Raw next anyway. But what would have happened was they would have had to have like at least one of the matches be a tag team. So there was like four people involved. <laughs> That's fine. What they would have, they would have probably have... done was do the, the opening promo to Raw, the 15-minute opening promo to Raw, and then have the matches like right after that, which would have worked perfectly anyways, just like the old WCW format. Except and not like have you said, freak show purple ropes and treat it yeah, like exactly. the show. Treat it like it's normal and give give them time. That's the most important thing is give them time and don't limit them too much. I understand they can't go out there and do their crazy fucking stunts every night, but you got to let them differentiate themselves from a normal WWE match to, you know what I'm saying, to let you let the viewer know they're watching a cruiserweight match. The, like, the old, like, yeah, they, they, they should have like ever, ever never done purple ropes. That was the stupid thing they ever did. Yeah, that was – I don't like – You know what it does? It, it makes it feel more feminine, and then you feel like you're watching, you know, like bitches wrestle, which is stupid. Uh, hey, dude, I love on the show. No, no, no disrespect to to the color purple. I, I mean, I'm a Laker fan, no, so no I love, I love the color purple. Dude, like purple is not a, a male color. If they wanted to do something, they should have been like, I don't know, fucking. But you're saying it makes them seem like purple. they're watching women wrestling when the next match could be women wrestling. Well, no, like yeah, that's, that's, that's the the no, but like the thing is when when they make. So I think the the color choice they use it belittles the guys that were wrestling. So these guys are very talented. They have very good skill sets, yeah, but, it, ma- like but it, it makes them seem yeah, it makes them seem like they're smaller humans. Like oh, we're it, it makes me feel like I'm watching midgets wrestle in comparison. Like that's what the color did for me. I think if exactly. there shouldn't be a gimmick, there should just be like oh, here's the cruiserweight title. Simple it, as that. Like yeah, should have been the same rope colors. Should have been the same belt color. Should have been a black belt with like gold or some shit. They don't exactly. I, I hate the. I oh my god, dude, I hate the fucking purple strap. And I hate. I've never been a, a fan of the of a championship that isn't gold. I don't. I'm not digging. I don't dig the platinum. If that belt was just gold and black, it would probably be dope. But I, I hate the purple gold strap. and black with like a, a silver or platinum like WWE logo or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that to to pop or something off of the off of it, like the logo. But the actual plates and all that should be black and gold, or the the strap should be black. I, I, the plates can be whatever. I honestly don't give, don't care as much about the plates as I do about the the strap. The strap being purple is what ruins everything for me, because I actually just, like the SmackDown tag titles, and those obviously yeah. aren't gold. It's just nothing about two hundred five live makes sense. Like it's the only weighted division in the whole fucking company. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's it's like, what are you doing? And now they're. It's like, oh, could you imagine if every week all you saw on Nitro was Dean Malenko walk down to the ring, talk shit about Chris Jericho, and then say. Guess what? I'm gonna fight you in 26 hours from now. What? Yeah, that's stupid. That's it, it is dumb. No one would have gave a shit about anybody that came out of the cruiserweight division. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I never liked that. 
It's, they always just need to, an extra show to fucking generate more, not interest, but I guess I, they just always need an extra show, whether it's always whether it's superstars or main event or Velocity or you know well, NXT early days. The problem is, is like what they're producing right now isn't paying their contracts. It, yeah. they're literally not making enough on Two Hundred Five Live to pay the talent on Two Hundred Five Live. Because because they're putting the, sh- the writing shit. It, it just sounds. It's just you can't ask people to commit to something extra when there's no need for it. Exactly. They don't. They don't book it with a sense of urgency. Like, like I'm not ever. I've never ever ever once. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm lying. There was one time, and it's when when Austin Aries finally stepped up to Neville on Raw. That's the only time I've ever been like, oh shit, I gotta watch Two Hundred Five Live to see what happens next. Like I've never felt the need to to tune in to Two Hundred Five Live. You know, Austin Aries would have stayed had he been paid. Probably, yeah. yeah. Had they yeah. just manned up and paid Austin Aries, we would have had a different 205 division by this time this year because it, it still would have been Austin Aries and Neville, and they probably would have, like, formed some sort of clique. I could have seen, like, Austin Aries with, like, some other guys and Neville with some other guys, like, having it be three-on-three three three type situations, and then 205 Live would have been fucking interesting. But well, no, that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, which, but it's, it's not fun now because it's not the two big guys that I expected it to be. No, it's Enzo and Kalisto. <laughs> had, had, it been, had it been Neville and Austin Aries having their own little cliques, each team, dude, I'd if have Neville, If Neville would have came into Survivor Series with Pete Dunne, Tyler Bates, and two other uh, British people behind him called out the cruiser rates, I would have watched 205 Live for the next month just to watch that play out. Exactly. There's, there's. I mean, get, trust me, dude. There's ways to do it. There's ways to make it interesting. Yeah, there's it talent there. Care anymore? Yeah, it, that's what it is. It's like when you you put they, out that they, message. They gave it two months. That's what that's what WWE. They gave it two months, and now they're just writing shit. Like, you know, let's, oh, let's, 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 who's our shit writer? Have you write Five Live. When, right, you so when you refuse to pay, when you refuse to pay, because I think I think two Five Live is the perfect reason why WWE is losing to Ring of Honor. Yeah, but do we watch Ring of Modern? Their ladies' division is fucking miserable. Yeah, but they just started that, so you know. I know, but dude, it's I, Wesley. From like a personal standpoint, everything, every match they had that night was phenomenal because it was like a TV recording. So like every match they had was recorded for one of their TV programs, not all the same, like one of them. Yeah, but the Wednesday women's matches that they do, I I I could have napped. I went and got a hot dog twice just because I could not watch them. <laughs> they were, they were, oh, dude, one got decent towards the end, but but the intro, like, oh, it was like God. the first six minutes of the match, like yeah, what is no. happening? Yeah, it was very like they oh, ugh. they just like they rolled and like rolled and yeah. they they rolled like literally for six minutes they rolled around in the ring. I was like, what the fuck is? That? I, I'm like, at least twerk, you bitch, twerk something. Let me see something shake. Dude, it was miserable. It was terrible. Wow. Dude, like, I talked to Marcus during the intermission, like, yo, they should hire Emma and change the fucking division. Like, they need some female talent help real bad. Emma would have been a great pickup, but she's she's right now, so. Their female well, division needs Ellsworth. No, I mean, Ring of Honor. Oh, oh, yeah, shout out to Ellsworth. Well, you're no longer with WWE, sad to uh, say. R.P. Uh, I don't miss him. Um, not at all. Won't miss him. I like him. I think that it was cool to see someone small and fucking ugly ass looking make his chinless. Fucking, yeah, make his dream happen and want to be a WWE wrestler. And I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I give him props, yeah, for life. But do I miss? Am I gonna be like, oh man, I miss Ellsworth this week? Nope. 
No, I'm not gonna miss him like that. I'm not. I'm not gonna miss Ellsworth. But I'll, I'll give him his, dude. He took some pretty nasty bumps. Ellsworth, Ellsworth will pop up someday on like some anniversary special or some shit like that, or some random. Maybe even as soon as WrestleMania this year, he'll pop up with some random skid and maybe take a bump or something like that. But I don't no, think we've seen gonna, the last of Ellsworth. He's gonna go like some sort of extreme era where he can like do some sort of like because like I've watched old Ellsworth matches because I did research when he came in, and like he was the type of guy that was like taking chainsaws to the face like fucking deep ash gases in his forehead bleeding out just like dean ambrose was like that's the type of shit he was into always in like a fucking diaper he always wore like a white ring gear it was weird well huh. wwe misused them they could have used they they didn't get enough out of them then well there's no well, hardcore in wwe yeah there's yeah there's no blood in wwe unless it's fucking vince mcmahon right yeah. vince mcmahon will take he'll 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 show some some color but no one else is allowed to all right so me and Marcus went to the Ring of Honor taping in Lakeland. Let's talk about this because I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, so remember, don't talk about any of the Christmas shit. We don't want yeah, to enjoy. I, it. I won't do that. But like I was expecting it to be like an hour match because like I thought you know because when I watched their TV recordings on on my, the app the fight app that I have, uh-huh. their matches are always like fifty six to minutes to an hour, no longer than an hour ever. So I'm like, oh shit, it's gonna be like an hour. We'll be done by like fucking. Nine o'clock at the latest, we'll be out of there. But no, apparently, when Ring of Honor does a TV taping, they tape they, for everything. They tape for like the next six months, and one match from that event will be on one paper, one TV show. One match from another will be on another. Like, so the way they do it is, they do all these feuds, and like they have them because we saw like we saw three different feuds with same wrestlers at the match, which is cool to see. But it also kind of like confused you, like, oh, what what taping do I have to watch to get the whole full story? I think I think the way they they tell stories at Ring of Honor is way better than WWE because like they do these whole, ex, like, dude, like I the whole Cody and uh, what's his name, Drew? You mean Dalton? Yeah, Dalton. The whole Cody and Dalton thing, that was sick. Uh, <laughs> dude, like the whole Bullet Club, like everything about the Bullet Club, I loved. Everything, everything I loved about uh, the kingdom, I loved. Dude, their promo there was fucking sick. Maybe just came a kingdom groupie. Dude, look, I don't give a shit. Like, even they, like, I had no idea who these guys are, but dude, that promo was dope. They're pretty good. I mean, apparently they've been doing it for a while, so, but, you know, shouts to them. Shouts to the kingdom. Yeah, see, that's dope. I wish I would have been able. To, I wish I would have been able to go and seen that. Seen that. I. It was a flood of bullet club shirts there, though. Like. 99% Bullet Club shirt. You know what, though? I, I don't know if you guys... There's been a lot of Bullet Club on, on, on at WWE shows lately, too. I feel like the Bullet Club branch has blown up over the last six months. It's, it's, oh, Bullet Club's the biggest thing is NWO. Yes. Dude, I, I, I obviously, you guys know, I went to No Mercy a couple months ago at the Staples Center. It was, you know, it was what it was. I, I My expectations for the show were a little higher. I thought, I don't know. I, it wasn't a bad show. But man, there was so much Bullet Club gear around everywhere. You don't notice it as much on TV, but once once you look around, there's just everything is Bullet Club. Dude, I went to a Hall of Fame ceremony last year, and there was Bullet Club shit there. And like, no, there's no reason for it to be at the Hall of Fame, but it's just because that's where the fans go. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it is. That, do they rightfully deserve to have this type of just dominance over wrestling? I mean, let's be honest. All right. No. Well, I think. I think that they've got a dominance of wrestling because they like they fit two different genres. They fit the wrestling fan that misses the whole click things, 
you know, like the NWO, yes. the fucking the DX. They they fit those fans, and they also fit like those uh, those punk rocker type kids looking to get into something else. Because like at the show, like there, there was there was kids like mohawks, like patched shirts, <laughs> you know, like full of bands that had bullet club shirts on. I'm like, oh, well, I guess they're the hitting the market. Is- the Bullet Club is so hot right now that you got you probably got like cross casual fans that don't probably, probably don't even know what it really is and it'll probably rock it just because the logo is so sick because they probably see so many people wearing it like Bullet Club is hot right now, dude. It says Bullet in the, the whole thing. You're like, oh, it's got to be some sort of authoritative thing. Yeah, exactly. It's anti-authority. It's just in it, it, the colors are cool, the shirt designs are cool, and trust me. And then the w- more you learn about Bullet Club, it, like the it. cooler it gets. And they have and they're anti WWE. They're anti-establishment. See, that's that's where WWE is messed up. You can't be the only game in town and not have someone in your company be anti you. And they don't have exactly. anyone who's anti the company right now. That's why Stone Cold was hot. Hey, he was that was just about to say that. That was also anti company. They don't have that in WWE. Yeah, CM Punk too, and Daniel Bryan. And if you look people at who are against the authority, get hugely over. They don't do that anymore. Even now, they're back, pet boy Roman Reigns. Back from that, the NWO initially was the the reason they were so over at first was because they thought Hall and Nash were coming from WWE to go against WCW. Like people love for it yeah. to be anti, you know, what I'm saying anti the company. Believe it or not, like that's what they want to see. So the fact that, like you said, Marcus, the fact that there's nobody right now that's ever anti WWE or ever anti authority, really, it just it it, it leaves a huge void. Well, they try the authority thing. It just it never fucking works out because yeah, Triple H because Triple H just comes in and buries everyone. Oh, you're yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because Triple H and Stephanie are going to bury you. Yeah, because that's you never rule. get anybody over. Kind of buried. And because like they got rid of the one guy, that's it. They got rid of the one guy that could really play that role, and that was CM Punk. I mean, it takes a, a special person. It takes a Stone Cold or a CM Punk to play that. You know what I'm saying? Like that anti-authority figure the, the the guy that's going to go against yeah. the grain always like it takes a special guy they don't really have, have it on the roster in the ring i think there's you guys have to be really good on the mic exactly and they don't really have that not I as a face not as a face i think there's guys that really have it on heel either because i don't have it on heel the miz i love miz owens he's not that caliber of a wrestler he's not that caliber of a wrestler right now but owens owens can get a mean ass problem though yeah owens going is the guy dude owens is that guy Brock Lesnar is that guy by so because because of the combination. Brock, the combination of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman make him that guy too. Oh, so, of course, I mean, they, they have it, but it, they have him. In, they have that version in heel. They don't have him in face. As much as I love AJ, AJ isn't that. You know what I'm saying the 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 whole the whole thing that draws people in about AJ isn't him being anti-authority. It's just oh wow, this guy is really good. He's phenomenal. That's the problem. Like everyone on, I think everyone I think, in the WWE right now is just a good wrestler. Exactly. All their all their faces are just good, really good wrestlers, which obviously we we like. Everybody likes that, but it's hard to is emotionally invest a lot into that if you don't, you know, what I'm saying like you don't know what. Randy Orton could be that guy. Not, not anymore no. though, because he's at this point. He we've seen him, we've seen him be heel, and we've seen him be face, and we've seen him be authority, authority heel too. You know, what I'm saying? like I think he if they if they they had that storyline to write, it would be Randy Orton's to take. Randy Orton can't be the face of the company right now. No, he yeah, could the, the no, he could be the face of the company, but he could be a face for a, an against the authority like series, maybe like three matches, three pay per views. But see, that's the thing though; it can't be a, a band aid. It needs to be like if they're. It needs WWE to be, like, needs a guy. 
Yeah, that's what they, they don't have that guy. Roman's not going to be that guy. Roman's going to be a good hand to have. He's going to be, you can sell tickets, this and that, but he's not that guy. People aren't going to rally behind him like that. He's like, not going to ever exactly. be anti-authority like that. Like New Japan has Okada. The Indies have Omega. Exactly. Well, no, WWE New has Japan nobody. Has Omega also. No, well, 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 Omega is just. Technically, but yeah. Well, yeah. Well, New Japan calls Okada the ace. So, you know, he's their guy. So. To, you know, speaking, they have a well, they do have Okada and Omega, so I mean, yeah, you know, so, they have everything, yeah. But you know, and then the Indies have Omega. I, I really, count, I count, uh, I count ROH and, and Japan as like one super fucking entity to me, yeah. To I me, mean, yeah, to me, that, to me, whatever, like, whatever, I don't know. Well, it's, to, it's to me, there's like certain at certain times, only certain wrestlers can do each, yes, yeah. It's like what, uh, so. Uh, Adam Page, who I was very high on at the Ring of Honor event because I think he had the best match. Oh, yeah, him and, and Flip. Man. Him and Flip. And Flip, yeah. I'm telling you, him and Flip had like the best match I've seen all year. That was a pretty good match. Um, but it, it's not like it was a main event match. It's not like it's going to be a main event match on any of the TV things. It's, no. It was just a really good match to watch for like a technical standpoint. And yeah. as far as like they're talking to the crowd and like getting everyone into it, it was a great match. But like Adam Page is a New World Japan wrestler. Like that's where he's under contract. So he was allowed to come over with Kenny Omega to do like I think it's like a six or seven event series, and then they have to go back. Like that's that's how it is. Like because that's where the contracts are at. It's the same thing. No, with, I, no, it's, no it's, trust it's, me, I, I get that. But I'm Cody saying Rose, like like Cody Rhodes gets the fact that man, I think like the fact that the, year. Pinch, the fact that in a pinch or the fact that at 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 ROH's biggest show of the year. You can count on seeing some, uh, New Japan's biggest stars, and vice versa. At a, a Wrestle Kingdom, you're most likely going to see the ROH. You no, not most likely. You will see the ROH title be defended, and you will see a a heavy, you know, what I'm saying influence of ROH guys on that card. Like I, I think to me, I like that. I, I think that 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 combination makes elevate elevates both of them. And to to me, like I, I always tie them together. Anyways, like I yeah, because like I said, I, it's, I, it's not no, like they're, ROH. Very much, they're very much intrinsically tied together, and that's the thing. Like WWE has nothing that similar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then their guys don't ever. the 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 whole cool thing about the 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 Jericho thing is just like, it's it's a little peek into what may happen if WWE ever opened up their trade market, you know, a little bit. Because they there's dream matches like this all over the world that could happen. Like, imagine if WWE were to do some sort of ta- finally say fuck it and do a talent exchange with Japan, and we finally get Omega and o- and and AJ. You know what I'm saying? Or we get we just it just dope matches that we never thought we were gonna get. I would love it. I think the problem we're gonna have with the the Kenny Omega Chris Jericho match is always gonna be time because Chris Jericho can only go so long. No, but, I think Jericho's gonna fucking kill himself, but he's gonna go. He's gonna go as long you as think he'll do an hour match. Because fuck, I don't think they'll do an hour. An hour but, now. I don't think they're gonna like, do an hour, but forty minutes wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, half hour, forty minutes maybe. Yeah, half like, hour, forty minutes in, easy. I think. So in comparison to me, um. So I watched you, – uh, clearly we all watched the whole 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if I were to compare – do a comparison, it'd be – Kenny Omega would be Ric Flair who's doing our matches all the fucking time. And I don't, I don't know that I'd call Chris Jericho Hulk Hogan. But like someone of that – like say we'll call Brock Lesnar. Say Kenny Omega fought, fights Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is doing you know, like the fucking 15-minute matches, yeah. maybe yeah. max. And to see them wrestle, yeah, Kenny Omega will make Brock Lesnar look fucking amazing. But it's never something that's going to be like you know a fan favorite because it, Kenny Omega's not going to get over, and that's what everyone wants to see. That's the thing. What do you mean? Dude, there's no way that WWE allows Kenny Omega to beat Brock Lesnar. 
What you, Ever. What, what, what do you mean a lot? What? Oh, wait. No, if Kenny Omega shows up in a WWE ring, he better beat everybody. It won't happen. I'm, I'm just no, gonna no, that's, why Omega, that's why Omega will never show up. He's already said it. He says he doesn't Kenny want to. Kenny Omega is already number three on my top three uh, wrestlers of all time. And, uh, yeah. Of all time? Wow, that's awesome. Dude, Kenny, Kenny Omega. I'm just, I've been watching Kenny Omega matches for like the last couple of weeks. This dude is just ridiculous, man. He's sick. He was sick like, to watch in person. Dude, you can I show. I kept hearing Meltzer hype about him, and I just, I just believe it now. It's just, it's just a different. He's got a different gear, bro. He's got an extra gear than people. He is so crisp. Every movement, every just, you know, what I'm saying, like counter, everything he does in that ring is calculated, and it's just perfect. Like this guy was in WWE a decade ago. That's just goes to show you that WWE, they've had a lot of misses because so was AJ Styles. You know what I'm saying? JR had the uh, opportunity to bring AJ Styles in after they bought WCW and he chose not to. He chose a pass. Same thing with Omega. They had him in their, you know, in their system and they, they let him go. Same thing with EC3, a guy like EC3. Guys, WWE's had a lot of misses where with guys where they just didn't see the talent or they didn't see it and... Yeah, Vince you know, has had like a lot of original hits. Like he had Undertaker. He's had I mean Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, uh, Hulk Hogan. You know, you give him sort of credit for Bret Hart. Yeah, he, yeah, he made Bret Hart big. But I mean, like some of his bigger things, he stole, and he wasn't even like embarrassed about you know stealing it before. Demolition, dude. Like stolen. Bullet Club. Like I don't know, but you got to stop Bullet Club, Vince. You have to answer Bullet Club, or WWE is going to be looking really shaky. Yeah, that's the thing is he doesn't really. I don't think if he. I don't know if it's, they currently are looking really shaky. I don't know if it's I, like the gender play didn't work. I bet Bullet Club's over more in India than gender is. Bullet Club is over almost everywhere more than than WWE is. I think I don't know if he just doesn't notice it or I don't know if he's just like if he's trying to do that thing where you just don't acknowledge your competition or what. But this whole Bullet Club thing is a really big threat to their to maybe not to putting them out of business, but it's a big threat to them. Like to their coolness level, really. Like I think the nebulous between WWE fan and wrestling fan isn't that far. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. you know how like it used to be there was a lot of like WWE fans. Like you could just watch WWE and not care about wrestling because you cared about The Rock, Stone Cold, whatever. You wanted to see the entertainment every week. Now you have to tune in to watch the wrestling. Like there's nothing exactly. really that more entertaining outside of WWE and wrestling can, in general than the wrestling. You Besides can argue the Blood Club. You can yeah. argue that WWE has never, ever, never really in their existence had the inferior in-ring product to their competition. Bullshit, WCW, bro. WCW. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say WCW in the late nineties. No, 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 no I'm talking about in their. Well, I'm sorry, I should have clarified that in their main event picture, the Cruiserweights okay, had yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about in their. No, no, no disrespect. Oh, to no, WWE always had the biggest stars. That's what, I, I'm no, not, not even just that, but even when Hogan and you know what I'm saying during the Monday Night Wars, where Hogan and Savage leave and. Then it's just you know what I'm saying the younger generation. Even then, they had the better matches, even though they didn't have the names. Oh, Michaels yeah. and Brett were were still having better matches than Hogan and, and Savage at that point, or Mr. Perfect, or any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? One, two, three, kid was still going out there and having better matches. This is the first time really that WWE is lost in the cool in the cool department because they lost in the cool department to the NWO initially. There was nothing that they were gonna ever do to be cooler than the NWO. Well, but I, I, I think that it's, it's happened for both ways in the past. Like, it's not just WWE. Like, dude, New World Japan, I'm sure, has missed guys. I'm sure Ring of Honor has missed guys. And, dude, clearly the WCW missed guys with fucking stunning Steve Austin. So, I mean, it, it happens every once in a while. But, dude, I, I think the biggest thing that Ring of Honor did was Cody. Dude, Cody made Ring of Honor the coolest shit in the world right now. Yeah, 
Yeah, they gave him a legitimate and, star. And that's that's, Cody that's was the icing on the cake. Yeah, dude, I don't. WWE I don't, stupid I don't care for that. Who you are, I don't care who you are. The biggest draw to Ring of Honor right now is definitely Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Kenny Omega. No, because Kenny Omega isn't a, a current staple in Ring of Honor. Yeah, but if Kenny Omega's coming to But Kenny Omega's there, the house is sold out. Easy. Exactly. Kenny All you have to do is put Omega's name on it. Don't get me I wrong. I, I, is, that's like, I, don't think, I don't think there's that many more WWE fans and wrestling fans. So I think you got to just – WWE has to go in all in on Bill. Yeah, that's what, just, I agree with Marcus. I feel like the line's getting blurred now. I feel like now yeah, because but, of social media, not, because of – I think like I think that's it. WWE has kids. That's the only difference. That this is the only difference. So like the but, people but, that are into Japan and Ring of Honor, they're all eighteen to thirty-five. Adults. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're all adults. And but but what stars can WCW or WWE hire that makes the Bullet Club happen? What Marty Scholl? Is that is that who they're gonna get? Because I mean, he no, would great. They'd, they'd have to buy the whole. They'd have to buy the whole club. They'd have to hold. They'd, they'd have to buy the whole. They'd have to buy the, the whole thing. They'd have to New buy Japan the rights to that whole thing. Yeah, they'd have they'd have no they would not no, have to buy Japan. Japan. Club. Yeah, they they don't have to buy Japan. They would have to buy they would have to buy the rights from them somehow or some sort of agree to yeah. some sort of royalty, yeah, but royalty then they would get the rest agreement or something. They better pray they better this is what they need to do. They need to go to Kenny, they need to go to the young bucks, say, Look, we know you want to be the elite. There's only one be place you're really gonna be elite. And but I mean I feel like Kenny and the Bucks I feel like I feel like Kenny and the Bucks, more Kenny than the Bucks, but I feel like Kenny and the Bucks would they're so I mean they're on the cusp of a revolution almost where they're oh. this close, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like they're this close to just tipping the cup and tipping it all the the, the balance if they of power. Attract over. Kids, they would be the major promotion. Do the young bucks are if if they if I saw the young bucks versus the Usos, I my life would be complete as far as tag team matches go. Oh, oh, I if if they said Usos at Young Bucks at Survivor Series, I'm buying a ticket right now. I, I'll fly there. I'll, I'll get a hotel. I don't care how much money it costs me right now. I, I oh my god, that's what I'm saying, dude. That, it, but I, I think they won't do it because of that because they're so close and because they're they're so close to doing something special. Nobody's ever been a legitimate as I personally, in my opinion, and like I said, and I'll clarify why I think that. I don't think anybody's ever been as legitimate of a threat to WWE as New Japan is at this point in time. New the New Japan Ring of Honor combo, like I said, when W when I agree, WCW just because of what WWE is right now. Exactly. Exactly. WWE's on a low right now. They're definitely on. You know, what I'm saying the pendulum is not swinging in their in their direction right now. It's it's swinging away from them. It they're down a low right now, and New Japan is on. It's basically going through a renaissance right now. They're having some of the best matches, biggest stars. Like it, it, they're killing so like it right I said, now. You have, WWE has like those little kids, but once you get to like the 14, 15 year olds, oh, what's that Bullet Club T-shirt in the stand? I wonder what that's about. And then exactly. you Google Kenny Omega matches and Young Buck matches and Marty Scroll matches and Cody matches. Why do you go back to WWE besides to just maybe it's watch? Hard. It's hard to. It's really hard. It's hard to sit there and watch a and watch a, an Omega match and then sit down and even watch an AJ match. No disrespect to AJ. It's hard to sit there. It's it's hard to sit there and watch it because the the in-ring quality is so much better in in, in the japanese and in, in ring of honor too it's just it's okay better. let's do this let's do this i just thought of this survivor series wwe versus ring of honor new japan what's the card let's go omega tag versus team, tag team world heavyweight uh i guess do they will they have a women's division but i don't really know any yeah i don't think we can do that i don't uh, think we can do that yeah, i think yeah, we can yeah, do a tag team and we could do a uh, we'll do a ta- we'll do two we'll do a two man tag a five man tag 
a world champ in undercard title. All so right. that's four matches. All right. I would go Omega versus Miz. You have to do the undercard as the undercard as undercard champion versus undercard champion. I do Omega Miz. Uh huh. Then oh yeah, because yeah, he's got the uh, yeah, that's right. He's got the Intercontinental belt. Yeah, I mean, I, I I could go Tanahashi, but I'd rather see Omega Miz than Okada Miz. and who AJ or Lesnar. Ah, that's a crazy one, dude. Every part of me wants to say Okada every part of me wants to say Lesnar because I've already Okada seen Lesnar. Yeah, I've already to. seen Okada AJ. You'd have to do Lesnar. As much as I love AJ, you'd have to go Okada Lesnar just because we've never seen it before. And then I yeah, agree, yeah. And then for tag so teams, what tag teams would you? Yeah, let's do the two teams Bucks. first. The, two twos. the Bucks, Bucks and Usos. Bucks and Usos. Yeah, Bucks and Usos all day. All right. So I guess the real question is, who do we have on the five man rosters? It has to be a combination of Bullet Club and Los Ingobernables. It has to be like really? Cody. You just go straight Bullet Club. Uh, you have to be like Bullet Cody. It has to be Cody Naito, Marty Scroll, uh, uh, Adam Page, Adam Page, Hangman, Adam Page. Yes. Uh, I think you go Goto to get um. Yeah, Goto to get chaos in. Braun. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying because he's Goto. big. So you got to have big, big. You know, Goto yeah, against yeah, Braun. Yeah, and he's probably going. WWE is probably going Finn. They're probably going Joe. They're going AJ. Yeah, Finn. Yeah, you got to put AJ. AJ. In. He's not going to be. A good yeah, if he's not in the world title, they're for sure going AJ. Dude, might as well do Bullet versus Bullet. Put AJ, Finn, and uh, fucking Gals and Anderson. Gals and Anderson, and yeah. probably Chris Jericho or some shit like some other staple, or whoever. Maybe if they get another Bullet Club guy by and then, then, Jericho turns on WWE. They put New Japan over at the end. Oh, could you imagine if that started a thing? That'd be could dope. you imagine if that was a thing next year? They're so stupid because could you imagine how much money is in, is in it for both fucking sides if they just decide to do a cross promotion like this one time? Just one time. There's just really do it one time, dude. For, there's nothing for them. To, if, if, if they need WWE, I know they have the resources to do this. I'm sure both companies have the resources to do this. They need to just take a hard look at market saturation and realize WWE needs to look and say, look, the only real advantage we have is these kids. Do we and that's that's the only reason they're saying PG. They're saying we want kids to buy our product. Let's be honest, at the end of the day. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why they're PG. And and that led that's led to a lot of fan resentment. I'm I'm one of those people that had resented them for that for a long time, dude. I, there was a good two, three year period where I did my best to stay away from WWE. I'd check in at WrestleMania and, and whatnot, but yeah, I tried to stay away from it because it just got too too PG for me, and I just couldn't take it seriously anymore. When you grew up in the Attitude Era, and you know, what I'm saying the years that came after that, it's really hard. Even the Ruthless Aggression Era, you know, what I'm saying we, I would even want that back compared to the, what the PG era was from it's, 2008, maybe 2007, 2008 to 2011, to the point where the pipe bomb goes down. Like it, WWE was really, really hard to watch. WWE's a sport now. Like it's gone. The entertainment's really gone about it. And if WWE is just going to no, be it's, wrestling, it's still, it's still fun to watch. I mean, it, most times, sometimes. But I mean, if WWE's gimmick now is we have good wrestling, you don't have the best though. Well, no, because they're they're missing what like three, three of the top ten wrestlers. I think they're missing all of the top. I think they're missing a lot of wrestlers, dude. I think Honestly, they're missing that's, a lot that of list is that list is cool and all, but uh, uh, there's a lot. I mean, uh, there's a lot. That of, PWI 500 is completely wrong. Yeah, that's what well, I was I mean, going to say. You can't take respect. you can't take away from AJ Styles. You can't take away from like AJ. Okay, cool. of the year, AJ and Kevin Owens. Okay, that's if it. we're talking about this year, AJ and KO. That's it to me. KO and AJ can make the top ten list. That's it. 
That's if we're it. talking about, you know, just period, yeah, sure. You got AJ's in there. KO's probably probably make crack the top ten of a just every year. Seth Rollins is definitely in there. I don't put Seth Rollins over a bunch of people. What? You know what I'm saying? Even I love Seth, and I'm 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 a Seth guy. I don't think I I've, put, what's I really what what, what moment Zach other Saber than Junior right what, now. Yeah, what moment other than the Triple H match really in the match itself was even isn't even that great. Like, what moment can you really put of, of Seth Rollins over the past year that's been like, Two memorable like that? No, no so, hate to Seth. And yeah, no hate to Seth, dude. Seth is one of my favorites in WWE. Oh, well, he's been injured for you know he got the injury, but I mean for the last two years, Seth hasn't had a memorable match, dude. Exactly. No, no or, hate to him. The most memorable thing that Seth has done in the last couple of years is put the Shield back together. And, you know, what I'm saying no, no disrespect. Japan is like because I'm telling you, dude. Buried by Roman. Yeah, WWE exactly. Is buried that's, under that's the weight of Roman for the last two years, and the Bullet Club has taken full advantage of that. Exactly. Exactly. They've, they've, the, the Bullet Club, I'm telling you, the WWE has no idea how dangerous this is. The Bullet Club is snatching every day. They snatch more and more fans away from them. And Cody being Cody being there just makes it that all I did was legitimize them. Could you imagine more. if Emma went to Ring of Honor and was the first female Bullet Club member? Oh, dude, that that would uh, that would be the next logical step, wouldn't it? You would figure that you'd figure that would have happened, but apparently, allegedly, Emma wanted a lot of things and a lot of money. A, a lot of things. A, a lot, lot of things. Lot, a lot of money. Not to bring that up, but uh, Daniel Bryan's contract expires in a year and a half, dude. And the only people holding Daniel Bryan back from wrestling right now is WWE's doctors. Yeah. So let's just say once Daniel Bryan's contract ends, he walks out. He's already been teasing, you know what I'm saying, back and forth with the Bucks. What's and, to say Daniel Bryan Cody. doesn't show up in and Japan? Cody. And Cody, exactly. What's to say Daniel Bryan doesn't show up in Japan? What's to say Daniel Bryan doesn't do the right thing and show up in Ring of Honor where, where he started? And, oh, and all of a sudden, now what? what? I think if Daniel Bryan goes back, versus CM Punk might not be so far behind, right? CM Punk might not be that far behind, man. Like, I'm, but it would have what I'm to, saying, dude. CM Punk would have to go to Ring of Honor. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then okay. WWE is going to look real bad. If CM Punk and Daniel Bryan find themselves in, in, in Japan somehow or in Ring of Honor in either one of those or, or one each one of one. Could you dude, imagine a CM Punk Kenny match? Yeah. Could you imagine a CM Punk? Uh, Cody match right now, or Daniel Bryan Cody, or Daniel Bryan Omega, or Okada or Daniel Bryan, or Okada fucking CM Punk, or Naito and Punk. Jesus, the the possibilities. Bushi and Punk, Evil and Punk, God and Punk, Zack Sabre Jr. and Punk, Will Ricochet Jr. and Punk. It, it it's endless. It's endless. It's it. All right, but it's as far as Punk and Daniel no. Bryan versus the Briscoes. Daniel, so my biggest exactly. thing is that the women's division in Ring of Honor was terrible. Could you imagine if, say, Emma went to the Bullet Club and then? What maybe next year Paige went to the kingdom and it was like feud on feud on feud with male and female stars. Dude, their fucking ratings would be through the fucking roof. They'd get a fucking network contract. Yeah. It would be fucking sick. WWE, I'm telling you, Japan and, and Ring of Honor have, have they have something special right now. And the fact that they're, you know, yeah, they, the they could even holding them back are kids and women. That's what they, yep. if they can somehow get into those two audiences. WWE's fucked because Dude, they, they can get bigger venues. They'd be they would screw the pooch on WWE. Well, yeah, they need women and kids to get that though. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's what yeah, that's exactly the point. Yeah, <laughs> that's the demographic they need. All right, so if I got WrestleMania tickets already, do you think I should go to NXT there or Ring of Honor there? Ring of Honor. Are they gonna right. be there? So that, 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 yeah. that, feels, that feels fucked up too, though. Because I mean, NXT hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> it's just Ring of Honor's better. I'd wait to see the NXT card, honestly. 
Well, that's, I'm waiting to see the Ring of Honor card, too. If Omega's there, I mean, fuck, why not? Which well, you'd have to figure a smart it, business. It's Kingdom, I think, right? It's called Kingdom. I'd honestly go to probably NXT. Who knows by then? Who knows who they signed by then? Who knows who's NXT by then? All right, so that's what I'm saying, who knows who NXT signed by then? You never know, dude. Or who is it just like there? a regular Ring of Honor show? Is there like a no? It'd be it'd be uh, what it's Takeover. It's Ring of uh, no, it's, no, it's, yeah, Ring of Honor. It's 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 their kingdom. It's their WrestleMania. It's where Matt oh, Hardy. Oh right, yeah, lost yeah, yeah. last year. Oh right, to the Young Bucks. Yeah. All right, so I have to really see that Ring of Honor card because it could be really okay, but it could also be you know just amazing. All right, well, we're, we're going to have to keep talking about this because I need to know by – I think I've got like two months to buy tickets and before either of those shows are released. Right, I mean, if the main events – the next podcast then. We yeah, need to I was gonna, out whether, whether Bobby's going to NXT or ROH. Yeah, because uh, I was going to say if the main events like, you know, the Young Bucks versus the Briscoes in a ladder match, that's good, but it also might be something I could see later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. True. The fact that, the fact that, that you can – that the decision's even out there to be made nowadays, the fact that you can even and be like, oh, ROH or WWE, you know what I'm saying, is just a testament to how much the brand has gone up over the last few years. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest. I would much rather watch the NXT and Ring of Honor card than probably the WWE card at WrestleMania. Yeah, most likely. So. Facts. All right, so let's close out. Who are you guys – what team are you guys picking – Survivor Series, SmackDown or Raw? Let's I'm go. I'm pro Raw. Fuck Shane McMahon. All right, Wesley. Ah, uh, I'm gonna ride with Marcus on this one. I love Team SmackDown. I always love the land of opportunity, but some about Triple H coming out and Pedigree and Jason Jordan on Monday. I gotta roll with Raw this weekend. All right, I'm taking SmackDown because I'm true and loyal, like a fucking boss. <laughs> so let's the go. Boss is on Raw. The boss is no, on Raw. I'm boss saying- is on Raw. No, she ain't the boss. She ain't won shit in a while. She was champion for a week, like two months ago, right? <laughs> for a fucking week. <laughs> All right. So then who are you guys having win war games? Now that we have, we've gone through the rules uh, and like that, and you know the... I have Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Oh, so you got the Undisputed Era? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I probably got Undisputed Era, too. That, that's, I've, I've been disputing. I, I mean, that's, that's my team. So. Yeah, it's pretty much Undisputed. I, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's I, that's time to put him over. It's time to put him over. They've got to win it. If not, it was stupid to sign all three of them. Yeah, pretty well. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, if you don't put them over, then what was the point of bringing them all in and the impact that they made in the last show? Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I like the idea of them trying to become a fourth with the other guy, and then Kim screwing the pooch and pissing them off. But like that, that fuels the fire of them getting over. So they have to win. Yeah. All right. So yeah. what's next on the card? Wait, the most important match of the weekend. Uh, the big title match between Callisto and and Enzo. No, we're talking about war games. We're not talking about. I'm just playing, dude. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. Uh, oh, uh, we got uh, Drew McIntyre versus Almas. Drew McIntyre wins it all day. Yeah. There's no, way, there's, oh, no yeah. Way, there's no way Drew McIntyre loses to anyone but Adam Cole. But, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Gonna... They're probably going to call Almas up soon. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, there's the, uh, the Fatal Four for the Women's Championship. Which Between Ember, Kyrie Zane, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce. So, you know, I talked about how Ember Moon was going to win earlier. And I don't think she's won it either. Yeah, I, I think it's – I'm, I'm now rooting for Nikki Cross. Like that's I was just about to say that, dude. I'm rooting for Ember, but I think they're going to give it to Peyton, and it's going to make me so angry. Yeah. And they're going to make Kyrie chase Nikki it. Nikki Cross, dark horse. 
Nikki Cross all the way. All right, so then it's Alistair Black versus the Velvet Dream. I don't. I think Black's gonna win, but I want. I think this is gonna be an amazing match. Oh like yeah, this, yeah, I think this is gonna be the undercard, like the uh, underdog match of the weekend that steals it. If I it think. Wins. I think if the Velvet Dream wins, it was almost pointless to sign Alistair Black because he's supposed to be the biggest person there, and he's not in title matches. Um, I mean, he has a cool entrance. He sells a bunch of merchandise, but I mean. It's time to call him up, dude. Honestly, it's it's time for him to either become in the NXT Championship title hunt, or the Intercontinental Championship, or something like that. You, you can, there is such a thing as waiting too long, and I yeah, feel like they're getting dangerously close. They're, yeah, they're, they're pushing the limit. Yeah, they're getting dangerously close to cooling him down for no apparent reason. Because because let's be honest, his gimmick doesn't work unless he's over. Do you exactly. guys feel that? Do you guys unless he's question? over, he sucks. Because honestly, his finisher won't work unless he's over. Because it's just a kick to the head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone, their mom can do that. So he really needs to be over. So if people get bored with like, oh, Alistair's just sitting in the ring, gonna kick somebody, he's gonna be done. like real right. Here, here's a crazy question, and I know it's gonna spin off a little bit. I don't mean to extend us. I know we're already pushing it, but do you guys think NXT would benefit from a secondary title? No. Yeah, no. Just because it's supposed to be NXT. Yeah, no way. It would it would feel too it would feel too maybe like a like the NXT call up show like the NXT TV title or some shit like that. I'm not saying give it like an Intercontinental or anything like that, but you know what I'm saying like there's no TV title in WWE. They technically absorb WCW, so the lineage is there for a TV title. So I don't know. I just think that the fact that there isn't like a secondary title just kind of makes everything feel like. Don't get me wrong, like the Hideo Itami and Alistair Black match from the last NXT from Takeover, it was awesome. But mm-hmm. sometimes the fact, I mean, how many times can you make that match? How many times can you really get invested in a personal feud without there being at least something on the line? You know what I'm saying? Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe the the, the way they book call ups now is you win your way to, onto the main roster now. You know what I'm saying? Like. And and that's that's something that's on the line in some of the matches. I just think yeah. that when you put something on the line, it always enhances the match. You know, something WWE actually had was like a ladder system, and they actually used to show it from time to time. If they put that in NXT, I wouldn't be mad. You know, oh, Alistair Black's number two, so I'm calling you out. I want that. That's what that's what I'm saying. A ranking system would just be a nice little change of pace, just something. Well, they would have to like they would have to go into the tournament system then. Like they would have to have like the the format of a, a tournament. Lose, yeah, the G1 lose, points. Points that, for for disqualifications. Points for you know what I'm saying. How do, you, how do you how do you stretch that out from an entire year? Because I, I, I forget where I heard this from, but someone had the idea that like it might have been Brian Alvarez, honestly, um, where everyone in NXT is under a contract for a year because it's just supposed to be like a year thing of whether or not you can make it. So you have to make it to next year, and you either get drafted or you get resigned. I like that idea. No, fuck that. You should either get drafted or fired. NXT should be the, the, the rookies, the fresh. There should no one no one should be NXT for longer than a year. If they are, they're not worthy of being in the WWE. And how do you get invested yeah. in these people? They're gonna get buried on the main roster. Yeah, but exactly. Like after what? a year. Look how much that happens all the fucking time. Yeah, so exactly. it'd be worse because then these people have only been introduced for like six months. No, I mean like I feel like if if you were in NXT for longer than a year and you couldn't make it to the WWE, go hone your skill somewhere else. Come back and try again. Because, like, the last thing you want to be is, look at Bobby Roode. He's supposed to be at the, the peak, but the, maybe almost the decline of his career. And right now he's, like, in shit matches. Yeah, but that's with because who? they're not booking him, right? That has nothing to do with NXT or anything like that. that, that... Well, no, but it has to do with, like, how much they're willing to put into someone. So 
if you're not willing to put this much into me, why the fuck should I get called up to WWE? I should go somewhere else. Like he, sh that should have been realized. Like, I think that's a reflection of current WWE though. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree, but like that's how the system's run right now. So why why not play the way the game is played? Well, Look, we don't want I, to perpetuate it. That's what I'm saying. We got to fix it. Yeah, but dude, Vince McMahon's getting old. He don't give a fuck. He's not fixing shit until he dies, and then Triple H takes over, and then shit will be fucking real. Well, <laughs> then we got what one match left? Cassius Odo versus Lars Sullivan. I think Lars. I'll say I'll say I'll take Sullivan. Yeah, I mean Cassius Odo is just there for. He's here to put people over now. He's his XT. Except people like him. Uh, yeah. All in all, NXT's gonna NXT's gonna probably be better than Survivor Series. Which, but, NXT, which isn't a but, bad statement. Yeah. yeah. But the silver lining is at least we're gonna get to see AJ versus Brock Lesnar. So it should be good. And actually, the Charlotte and, and, and Alexa match should be good too. So I mean, there's there's two good matches. And then too much from that match, honestly. Really. Charlotte's gonna whoop the shit out of Paige. I don't think I don't. Honestly, Alexa's been iffy on the ring this year for me. I love Alexa. Anymore, I'm just, like, there's no way she beats Charlotte, especially after the 30 for 30 just coming out. There's no way. You know what? That's so funny because I watched my wife and I were watching the 30 for 30, and as soon as it ended, or as soon as Charlotte came on and did her little spiel on the 30 for 30, my wife was like, "You know, she's winning the the women's title now, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe they maybe they do it. I can see them doing that." And then when it happened, I'm like, "Yeah." I should have known it was happening. As soon as that 30 for 30 came out, we should have all known that Charlotte was, was oh, winning dude, that I title. That. I that yeah, we, we talked about that like last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, we <laughs> have the ongoing Survivor Series Chronicle for three weeks now. <laughs> that's yeah. the weekend preview. This has yep. been our go-home show. Any last shout-outs? All right, so Heels fans, stay tuned for next week to see if Bobby goes to NXT or Ring of Honor for WrestleMania. Also yes. – if you like the podcast, give it a good thumbs up on whatever device or whatever format you're listening on because the more likes we get, the more popularity we get, and the more views we get, and the more likely we are to stay on air. True. Yes, please, guys. And check out WrestleCrate, too, because that'll help us out, too. If you guys are already thinking about buying it, just go ahead and type in Heels as a promo code, and then you get 10% off, and we get a little bump. So it's a win-win for everybody. Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, WWE, balls in your court. Might gain some momentum back with a good paper. Fucking drop it. Damn, dude, there's no way. They're they're fumbling. They're turning it over. On paper, this could be their best show of the year. Dude, AJ Styles. They're about to miss a dunk. If AJ Styles fast break for a dunk, and they're about to fucking. You think so? I'm telling you, dude. Because they got LeBron behind them, ready to block the shit out of that layup. Yeah. Because if they go up soft this weekend and Bullet Club, oh my god. LeBron is chasing oh, oh, him down oh, in a bullet club okay, shirt. Right okay, now. I think we can. I think we can talk about this. Maybe not, but okay. Wes, well, I'll tell you about that off there. All right, heels out. Heels, heels out. out.